Hello and welcome to the New York Rangers podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Draghi. Guys, before we start anything else, thank you so much for the 1,000 followers on Twitter. It's an amazing accomplishment, and we obviously couldn't have done it without you guys. Uh, thanks for the support and follows, and we'll continue to keep on, you know, doing amazing podcasts. And, you know, we'll have more guests. We have a bunch of guests lined up for the next couple of weeks. Um, and I know we didn't address this last week uh, regarding Henrik Lundqvist's retirement night. Um, I know when I say this, a bunch of people are going to say this too. I, I was a fanatic Lundqvist fan. Uh, I, I'm one of the reasons why I'm a goalie is because of him. I had two older brothers, obviously, obviously that just threw me into the net. Uh, but after that, I could have converted back to forward, and I didn't. Every time I watched him, there's, there was just nothing like him. He was the king of New York, uh, just truly legendary. Uh, I don't think we're going to ever, ever have a player like him ever again. Just, that's just my personal opinion. And yeah, uh, thanks to Hank. And he deservedly so. And hopefully we'll be in the Hall of Fame soon, even though we didn't have any cups. Man, he, the greatest player I've ever watched. Um, so now we'll go on to our show sponsor and then we'll get to our midseason grading. Let's get to it. A quick word from our show sponsor and friends of Inside the Ring Bet US. Bet US has your NHL. NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines for their 27th year live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RINK. That's 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for your 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay of the industry, BETUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. And we're back. Shragi, we're going to do our mid-season rankings now. Uh, you want to start us off? Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to really my my a very simple one. Uh, I'm going to go to a basic one. Um, Adam Fox. It, I think you got to give that an A+. Plus. He's been fantastic. Right, no question. I mean, all around in general. Um, he's And, you know, people like, you know, I, you know, we do this thing where we have like, are they above expectations or below expectations? I'm putting above. I think he's even doing better than we thought. I mean, he's really, he's cleaned up even more of his game, if that's possible. Um, and my expectations for in the future, really, I mean, in, after the All-Star break, I mean, right now he's in an injury and he's going to have the time to heal because he, he's got this whole break now. Uh, he's going to have at least three weeks now of break. But uh, I'm really expecting him, uh, I would like to even see him take a leadership role. Um, I know Kreider's been a leader here, but I think Adam Fox has done a really good job in keeping this team really on a certain level and with a certain idea, especially with the defense. And he's affected everyone on the defense, except we know who. And um, and I think that I would like to see him in the second half, and I expect him to see take in the second half to really maybe take over some of that leadership role. Right. No, he definitely somehow, I, I don't know how, uh, he took another step this year. Didn't even know if it was possible. And yet here we are. Um, I mean, think about it. He's at worth now, you know, I know he's on his entry level deal, but next year he's going to be at 9.5, which is the same as Jones, which is just criminal. Right. I mean, there's nothing to complain about Fox, really. Would, I mean, you, he's would, a- you, would you extend Fox as soon as you could? What do you mean? No, he, he's out for, he's extended for seven years. Yeah, I'm saying he's extended for Fox. I'm saying you would. Um, you but would I've make- done that 100. percent Yeah, you would 100. percent This is like someone you'd like. Oh, it's up. not even a question. It's not even right. like. Right. It's no, no. There's no thought about it. I'm saying that's how good he's been. Right. No. Like, yeah. Touchable, um, like which is amazing. Yeah. So my first one is I'm going to go with Capocaco. Okay. So he, I, I graded him a C plus. There's okay. a lot to be desired from him. And C plus, it's, you know, it's below expected. He's a second overall pick. This is his third year. And he's still not become what we thought he was, what we envisioned him to be. Now, a lot of that falls on the team and the organization since they are disastrous at growing um, forwards. It's just terrible. Uh, I, I, I mean, the problem is also is that even when he gets going, they kind of mess it up for him because when Kaka was with Panarin and Strom, I don't know how many points he I think he got like seven points in 10 games or something. I could be so, I could be wrong, but the, he was getting going. That was the point. And then Gallant moved him to the top line. Now people are like, oh, that's a promotion. No, no, no. It doesn't make sense to have Kreider and Kako together. Those are the same types of players. 
That doesn't make sense. You don't have those two players together. And as you well, see, as you see, though, Yoa. Yeah, like I would, I would really add in here. I think we were like mentioning earlier today, uh, you know, not on the podcast that, you know, that, you know, you, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think when you move a rookie up and up and down lines, you're not exactly giving him number one a confidence. You're not getting a boost by being put on a higher thing. You're actually taking away chemistry. He might build. Well, I mean, you. it's one thing if you're giving more time on ice, but you're not because both the first and second line, I believe played the same amount of time. So it's not like you're, you're enrolling him from the, like if you're saying you're promoting from the third to second, that's something, but the second to first doesn't really have any difference here besides the fact it's actually a negative effect because with Panarin and Strom, he was playing amazing, but there was no reason to tra- change it up. And I, I feel like if they didn't, we'd be standing here giving him a different grade. I don't think it'd be an A plus, but I, I, I would actually be thinking maybe a B minus B uh, regular B. It's there's well, a lot to be desired. at the end of the year, right before his recent injury. I would almost say that you could like sort of push a even, B minus, even so, even so, right? Even still, so, he's a second yeah. overall pick, and I'm not blaming him because the organization, well, there is obviously some blame on his part, but the organization has had a past of where they just stink and just a reputation of uh destroying their forward prospects. So, you gotta, you gotta hope that when Kako comes back, uh, he's with Panarin and Strom rather than Kreider and Zibanejad. I don't know. We'll see. Um, What's your Rafa, expectation second half? Like when he does come back, do you expect him to? If he's with Strom and Panarin, my expectation is he'll finish off the year with a B plus. I don't expect a crazy amount of points, but I'm expecting to the point where like, okay, this guy is not, you know, this guy we could still consider like a skillful second overall pick. If, if I know you're, you're judging laugh, but if it were a or Kako, my more concern is Kako right now. Um, but I don't know. Obviously with you, you, you got, uh, Laugh's rankings, but yeah, for you know me, Kako's what? more of a concern. I'll jump right to Laugh just to like bring him into this conversation, sort of. I have Laugh at a C, and I, I don't know if this was maybe putting him a little bit too low, but the reason why I say a C is I know he doesn't get enough time on ice, but we are seeing some sloppy time with him. We are seeing sometimes he does, he, he'll just like shoot in the puck and, and you know, change. I, I think he has a lack of confidence. Um, he's really been below my expectations. I really expected him this year to maybe take that next step, especially with bringing in the physicality players. I thought he would really benefit from that. Um, and, and, and I actually expect that because of the way the Rangers have worked out um, with their lines, that Lafarnier, uh, I think he could end off the year at a B. I know that's a crazy jump. But Lafreniere, I think, has a very big. Upside. I think that's realistic if they give him more time on ice, because yeah, with more I, time on ice, he can jump. Right. I mean, again, I think it's the same like Kako. Like, while it's a bad grade, you can't really fully blame it on him. He deserves don't ice time. Like, don't don't you feel like Kako and Lafreniere have the biggest jump of from let's say a A plus to a, a, a F? They have the biggest jump. They could jump to A plus. Like I know they can't jump to A plus, but not A plus. But you know what I mean. They they right. No, I it, the thing is, is that you can't blame these players what these not rookies but these young players when they're not giving them the best you know the best situation best, yeah the best situation if Lafreniere was Lafreniere sorry Lafreniere was the best like tonight I I've like yeah he got a a goal that was eh, by Zabanejad with the post but you know he looked engaged and it's if you look analytically and now I, I'm a guy that analytics take a role and I test take a role there's no one or the other it's both that's for me personally. And both, I think, would agree that, you know, Lafreni des- definitely needs more time on ice. It's not even a question. If you want this player to play like a first overall pick, you got to give him the time to do it. If you're just playing him on the third line, it, and since he has no power play time, well, besides power play too, but they barely play, it, it's, not, it's not a successful uh, development. And there's a less of a confidence in them as well. Right, exactly. And, that's, and, that, and that ruins a rookie. You know, you look at a team like, you know, we always discuss like if Zegras or if Raymond was on our team, was on the Rangers. I mean, I feel like the teams over there, they've given them more of a chance to give them more time. They've given them the, the, the space that they need. They've given them the confidence they need. And that's why they're successful. Look at Maurice Sider. He has such a confidence. His coach plays him regular minutes. Right. Yeah, he has more of a defined role, which I think the Rangers have to learn that maybe uh, personally for me, my top two lines would be Kreider, uh, Zbigniew, Laf. And then Panarin, Strom, Kako. I think you got to roll with those for a couple of games and see how it goes. I know there are thoughts about maybe adding at the deadline, 
And I know we, we've expressed our thoughts about, about that, but, you know, maybe take a run at it. Maybe take a run at Lauf and say, hey, if Lauf's getting going in the top six, maybe we look at depth guys now. Maybe you look at a third line center instead. I, I, I don't know, but you never know what's going to happen with these rookies. These rookies could go on fire overnight. You don't know. I know that maybe that's unrealistic to ask, but I'm saying is reality shows that sometimes these rookies, you know, it t- all it takes for them to click and they're all ongoing. I'm not expecting that. But, you know, it's something to be said about giving Lafreniere, like, you know, a little bit more time. You look Right, at- and sometimes he just needs, you know, I've always found in rookies that the two things that really bother them the most is, number one, is when they're not shown that, that people don't trust in them, meaning you're not, you know, you have a choice of passing the puck to him or to, you know, another player, you're passing it to them because, not to them. I don't because- think the players have don't have a lot of confidence in him. I think the coach... No, no, no. It's the coach. I mean, in general, when you don't have a confidence, no one's being confident, you know, a trust in you to be able to make the plays. And they're like, oh, that's the rookie. And eh, we don't have to play him so much. Or eh, that's the rookie. I don't have to pass him. Or well, go on like was saying before, like, I, I, I forget the exact quote, but it was mentioned about Lafreniere's uh, third line minutes. He's like, you know, I feel like that. He said, I think like that's a good enough time for them to develop. And, you know, when the game's aligned, I want the big guys out there. That's that's terrible terrible mismanagement your like, goal should be Lafreniere playing in the top six and being one of those top guys he's not a top guy yet there are plenty of players in, ahead of him but there was room in the top six there's not like you, you have a log jam at the right wing right Give but you know I, I don't think we've seen like Gallant's um player development on this team we well, haven't we, because he sticks with his men's right. game guys no like, no 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 I mean like no no I I, I was going to turn this like we haven't seen his development of his players and we could turn around like we're not, we don't want this, but we could turn around next year and say, you know what, this, this, the fact that they got these little tastes and they got more time, maybe in the second half, he plans on giving them more ice time. And that's, and that's something that maybe. I don't know, man. I don't think you flip like that either. The coach doesn't have that philosophy of two split things. I, I think this is the way it's going to happen now, but I, the only reason why I think it may change is because it's just shown so much that when Lafreniere is on the ice on the first line, He's just a different player. There, there's no justification of putting him on the third line anymore. Um, so a- after Lafreniere, let's go on to Panarin. So this is my guy. I have been at A plus, obviously. But here's the thing. I was actually possibly putting him in an A. And I know people are going to go nuts over that, that, you know, he, he's playing amazing. The cra- as crazy as this sounds, Lef- Panarin didn't even have a good start. Uh, he's gone gone like you know got going as of late but he has to start you know leaning towards his shot more because we discussed this in length in one of our podcasts is that when Panarin passes all the time then the then the defense just covers the passes because they know even if Panarin's open for a shot he's not taking it now Panarin has changed that changed that the past couple of weeks or months I should say and, and he started relying on a shot more I want to see that more of him, more out of him because I believe that could add another tool to his game and I think it could even up, open more passes that he didn't have before because now they're going to have to focus on his shot, which is a, a wicked shot. And now right. he's going to have a, able to have easier passes. Um, I That's don't know. What, what do you think about that? I, I actually like, I really like your point there, actually. Um, you know, when I look at a player's grading and I, when I was thinking about this and I have a, let's say I have a hard time with a player. Is he, is he a plus or the minus? Let's say I say, okay, this guy's a B. Is he more to the plus or the minus? Or do I think he's just straight up a B? And when I look at him, you got to give him the A plus because he's Panarin. And right, you have to give so that well. to him, but like you, there's justification but of saying an A. You have a lot that you would like to see from him. Which right, exactly. Feeling like you can't really A plus that. means like, I'm A-plus. not expecting any more from you. But I right. am a little bit more, which is, it may be unfair of me to say, but it's freaking Artemi Panarin. I mean, the guy definitely has it in to do this. Right. So that's why I right. was debating what um not doing an A plus because that would be saying, okay, then there's nothing, you know, nothing else he could do. I'm not saying right. that. There is there is that one thing he has to do is, you know, change the game of letter to shoot more. He's done that as of late. And if you notice, I, I don't know if it was versus Columbus game. Well, Columbus game, he shot a rocket. Like it's not like Panarin doesn't have a good shot. It's one thing if he didn't have a good shot, because then we'd have a problem. But if he has an elite shot, there's no question about it. If he starts shooting more, which he is right now, if he keeps this up, he could be he could add another tool to his game, and and it opens up more uh, more passing lanes for right. Him. But you know what? That's that's a very good point because the Rangers are not high on shots, and someone like him could right away add in four or five shots and good right. shots. And yeah, listen, like 
Rangers 5v5 isn't exactly good to begin with. I, I'm not saying like Panarin's like, you know, uh, I'm disappointed Panarin. I'm not even close. I, 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 every time Panarin gets the puck, I'm like jumping out of my seat. But, you know, just from a Rangers perspective, him adding this to his game would be would go lengths. Um, Shragi, I believe you're up. All right. Um, okay. So this is where I'm actually going to go a different direction. And I have to get this off. I mean, I actually, I, I'm gonna, actually, I'm not going to go that guy yet because that one I have to go off on. Um, I'm going to go to Sabana Jet. And the same way as you had a grade that people might feel, what are you doing? I gave Sabana Jet an A-. minus. Um, I'll tell you why. Look, he's, he's not been a B player. He's been fantastic on the power plays. He started off a little slow, but that first half, he ended off pretty well. He got on fire. He was, he was more active. The passes were better. He was a better player. But five on five, where was he? Where is he? I mean, he's played I don't well. I think it's just him, though. Like, if you're going to do that, then you're going to downgrade every player. I believe it's oh, Juan's system that's the problem. But I feel like he hasn't shown up. That just makes me feel less. Like, where are you during the five on five? You seem to be able to find the right passes and be in the right spot during the power plays. Where well, power are plays you a different animal. Like, I know you said during when we were at uh, Statboy Steven Space, 5v5 is a different animal. Correct. 5v4 is just you keeping it in defensive zone, offensive zone, and they're just defending. In 5v5, they're not just defending. They're, off, uh, they're trying to be offensive. It's a whole different animal. Right. But, I mean, like, how many people really put him – I mean, he's uh, – let me ask you a question. Do you he's find probably, 17, honestly, goals, man, 17 he, goals in that first half and 30 assists? Is that, is that a positive? Or it's 100% find, a like, positive. It's just obviously there's more to, to want from him. But it's just that it, when when there's a team issue, I don't like to blame one specific player. I know you're not, that's not what you're trying to express, but like when you're saying you're doing an A minus because you know it's five and five numbers, that's really saying like everyone. Yes, I mean actually, Zabanajad really find, has been one of the I fastest players. Boost the five on five. I find that when Zabanajad is doing well on a five on five, he is he is lethal. He's not driving to the net the way he used to. All right. Well, he doesn't he's really not, drive to the net. A, no, but drives he hasn't taken the same front. plays he used to do last year. No, Where of course not. Well, he's starting to now. He's, he's starting to exactly. now. He's starting that's, why I, that's why I put him as an A-. But you know what? He's below my expectations in a sense where I just find that he he didn't – first of all, it was a very slow start. Oh, and second of all, he's and, – and second of all, like I really find like he could really boost those players. I mean – He's not not every player is easily able to play on his line. Right. Well, I mean, when you have wingers like Dryden Hunt, it hurts. Yeah. Um, and Cabo Caco is in a good mix with Kreider. That's nothing. On, that's not a knock on Caco. It's just those, some players do not mesh, even no matter right. how good you are, unless you're an all star level. But I, I mean, no, I, I get your point, and I, I, I kind of agree with the grade. And maybe I would have given him an A, but um, I honestly like the versus the Seattle game. Like he was one of the fastest on the ice when he's skating, man. Holy cow! This this is a different team. Just just him alone. It, it, yeah, of course, there's a lot more to be desired. But I the five v five issue with him, I think, is more of a team problem rather than him. I believe Gallant's stump and chase style affects their five v five. This team would be so much better of a transition game, right? Um, but it, even if not, even if it's a dump and chase, you got to get a little faster. If you get like a winger for Zabanajet or just have Lafreniere there, I know he's not a fast player, but have Zabanajet have two skillful wingers, not just one. And then see how it goes. Because believe me, the last time he had two skillful wingers, he was doing pretty solid. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it with Zabanajad. Um, My next guy, I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to go with Ryan Strom. Mm-hmm. So this one was kind of tough for me. Because obviously, as you and the listeners, I think, I believe, know, I'm not the biggest fan of Strom. Like, not really. Like, I don't believe he's the second-line center we have in a contender unless we have an elite right winger. Um, although it, anything is possible, I just don't believe. Like, again, there was talks about Ryan extension trade, uh, Ryan extension uh, talks. I, if it's more than 5.5, I'm walking away. Now, I know that's crazy because people are saying, what are you talking about? Look at his points. Look at his points per game. Yeah, you're right. In any other team, he probably gets more. But I'm just saying from a cap perspective for us, if you're going to that point, you might as well go after another guy that's more skillful and then right. maybe go for a 7.5. I, I just don't – I think there's a lot – listen, if he had, if he shot into open nets, uh, maybe it would be a bit of a different conversation. 
half the reason why he's on this team is because more than half, 75% of the reason why he's likable on the stream is because Panarin loves him. So that's kind of 75% they have a great reason, chemistry. Probably. Right. That's 75% of the reason why they want to extend him. So, I mean, while I wanted him to give him a B minus, I got to give him a B plus. Mm-hmm. I know that's going up to grades. Maybe you could even justify any minus. I don't, but personally, B plus is it for me. It's just because no matter how good he is, I don't believe he will be one of the core players just because okay. of his uh, liabilities. Yeah, and yes, there are some times where he turns it on to the point where he's a, a, a grade A material. But for me, it's just he's a borderline second line center, like bubble guy. So then but why I, would why would you feel like the Rangers feel like this guy is their future then? Uh, because there aren't a lot of centers on the market that would be to my I, I I would bet all the money in the world that they're trying to ask him to take less to stay. Because mm-hmm. if they don't, if he doesn't, I believe they're going to go somewhere else. Because it doesn't make sense to sign Ryan Strom to like a six million, six point five million when when you have centers on the market like Vincent Tro- Trocheck and all that hitting the market right. this off season. It just doesn't make sense. The one thing he has going for him is Panarin likes him and he clicks so well with Strom. I, I mean, it's he, I've never seen chemistry like that in a while. Right, so, and and it's actually surprising because like Strom wasn't exactly meant to like I don't know was he meant to be that way like I, I mean they're like was. they're like well he was traded for Ryan Spooner and he just came as like you know a swap he scored nineteen goals I believe with the not nineteen goals with the Rangers maybe like eighteen seventeen in that season he was actually the funny fact is that he was actually the reason why we got one of the reasons why we got Kapokako is because the last game of the season we were playing Pittsburgh and. Ryan Strom scored the OT winner to give us the extra point, which I believe put us ahead of another team. And because we landed another spot, that's how we got Capocaco, which is kind of right. cool. But yeah, no, there, there's a listen. If you're telling me Capocaco is going to take it to another level, I have no problem having Ryan Strom for the future on this, on this team. 100%. And you know what? If it's just, I don't believe he should be next- a cornerstone of this second line center. Like, we understand. We've for long needed a second line center over Ryan Strom. And there are 10 games in a row where you're like second is Ryan Strom's the second line center of the future. He's amazing. Then there are 10 right, games I'm saying, where but if you're like, takes the next step, Strom's the perfect guy for him. Oh, a hundred percent. He's the but, perfect guy. But I don't know that yet. So I, I can't no, give don't. the guy a bag before I, I know something's going to happen. It just doesn't make sense. Even Kabakako's elite, not elite. I'm sorry. Even Kabakako becomes a, you know, a consistent point getter in the league, not elite, just, just a regular top six forward. I, I don't know if I'd give more than Strom 5.5. I know that sounds absolutely insane because he look at the amount of points he puts up. But just for me, I'd rather go after someone else. I know a lot of people have different opinion about that. But, yeah, we'll go on to the next one. Shragi, what's your uh, next player? Um. Okay, so can I just say the name? I don't think I need to give a grade or anything. Kreider? Yeah, that's basically. Do I have to say something? Like, seriously, he's, he scored goals. He's, he's, he's become a great guy in the team. He's been above what any of us thought. I mean, you, how many of oh, us? Oh, hold on. I'm okay. sorry. I forgot the, I forgot the, uh, the expectation for Ryan Strom. It's probably the same, by the way. It's probably yeah. like yeah. just what you expected. Okay. Now, back to Kreider. Back to Kreider is just over expectations. It's not even close. Oh, are you kidding me? Not only that, let me, let me explain something. Let, let me tell you the difference between 2020, 2021, and 2021, 2022. Okay, he had 20 goals totally last 20 goals total last season. He has 31 already. He had just 10 assists last season. 13 in the first half. Okay? Now granted you'll tell me covid this, covid that. I'm sorry to tell you. Okay? When a guy is scoring 31 goals and 13 assists in one half of 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 of, of, of a, a season. Yeah, that's a that's a round of applause right there. I mean, he just took an absolutely another step this year. And you know what? It's not like do people think scoring goals has to look. Okay, Ovechkin's one of the greatest players of all time, but half of Ovechkin's goals came from that just standing on the side and shooting. Kreider does more than that. No, no, we're not comparing Kreider to Ovechkin. That's like comparing Gretzky to Tanner Glass. I'm not comparing amount of goals or better player. I'm talking about percentage of how they score their goals. Uh, you'd be surprised how many of percentage of Ovi's goals okay. are not on that okay. circle. All I right. looked that I'll up one you, time. I'll There's a that. lot but of right now, things. right now, the way Kreider is scoring some of these goals with the deflections and the being so clutch. And you know what? He's been, he's been, he's been the so-called, he's been the leader. He's been oh, the yeah. guy right if now. If he's not the captain now, you got to wonder that if the captain, 
of the Rangers is not even on this team yet. Right. Well, him or like, Adam Fox. Right. So if that is true, they would have been captained by now. Just Durkin, So you got to think. No. <laughs> you you got to think that the the player that's the captain is not even on this team yet. Because if he is, he would have been captain by now. Kreider should have well, been captain. That means you're expecting you wanted. a major player to come. Well, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Unless the Rangers just never, you know, signing a captain. Because if if it was Kreider, he they were they would have put him there in the offseason. All right, I'll lay out if my prediction Trubo, right same now. Thing. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, captain is on the team, and he is not at the level that you think he is yet. He could reach the next level. That's my that's my prediction. Okay, that's so my- I I, well, I don't know. What's your expectation for the rest of the year for him, Kreider? Well, like this. Okay, I'm going to give you an expectation, and I'm also going to give you something I really want. Okay? My expectation is I expect him to keep this up. He is being effective. He's staying healthy. And he's consistent for once in his life. And he's consistent. And my want is please stay consistent. Okay? We're Ranger fans, and we are not used to that. Please, Kreider, just stay consistent. You score you look, you don't, there's no pressure on this team for you to, for you to, um, for you to go take a next step. Stay at what you are. Well, he's already You're taken great. the next step. There's no other step. I, to no, take. I mean, like, don't try to overthink things. Okay. You, you have done a lot for this team. No. Right. Yeah. No, so, I, I don't need um, to <laughs> hold on. Let me go. So my next one's Phil Pedal. Um, okay. okay if some of you easy. know, I posted an article announcing right. that there were talks of Phil Pedal for Jake DeBrusque. Uh, there were so many mixed reactions, like, no way, yes. Some people thought it was just uh, an opinion rather than just a report because they're like, why would you ever want to? I'm like, I never want to. I'm just stating a report that – I'm just stating a report that, uh, you know, that's not what, what I heard, that the matter is that this was on the table. I don't know if it's on the table anymore. Again, this was a point from previous, but the fact is that's what was there. It and could I don't still think, be. I, I don't think. Um, I don't think Staple Stephen was very happy. Uh, no, he was not. A he, lot of people he, do not like Jake DeBrusque. I don't. No, but his them. reaction. His reaction. Oh yeah, his reaction was not great. So <laughs> I was already like, please. Besides Jacob, like, that, alive. <laughs> besides that, I think it's it's just absolutely been below. I had him at a C minus below. It's just you know I I think all hopes of Philip Pedro are kind of gone for me. After the beginning of last year, when he kind of broke out a little bit, he got injured and then never came back the same. I think it's just over with him. It's only a matter of time before he gets traded, possibly at the trade deadline, and then Morgan Barron slips in his place. I I just think that's all to say about him. If there's one guy in the scene that's going the trade deadline, it's Philip Udo. And I won't, as much as as I feel like, you know, letting him go, like you feel a certain amount like, come on, this guy could have been, you know, great. Um, I don't feel bad. I don't, th- I, you know what? Like, I, I don't feel bad if he, uh, I don't feel bad if he, if he goes, you know what I mean? He, right. Exactly. Like, yeah. You have a guy in the Hartford that could take his place easily in Morgan Barron. It's not, yeah. it, there's nothing. Yeah. I don't, I think Marty Barron could do better. All right. Uh, moving on. Who's your next player? I believe it's um, the defense, right? What? I believe who's your guy. My guy is lingering. Uh-huh. Um, lingering. <laughs> I'm so actually, by the way, just for listeners, we're on to defensive players now. We've just passed uh, offensive players, and now we're going to uh, defensive. We're not doing like these little Scott Greg McCake or right, I, I did Rudy's do, I did do Fox, that. so that was defense. But right, no, fun. but I, I'm saying is that like guys like Greg McCain, now that we're not giving them a rating for it. Like, there's not, you know, more. Unless if you want to say Kevin Rooney, he's just, been, he's just been good game. in the way he's, you know, the position he's been in. That's it. Right. So wait, right. so what's Langland Lindgren? I have Lindgren. Okay, this is my – I'm really excited about Lindgren. I think he's done amazing for us. I gave him a B plus, and I, I'm telling you, you're not going to agree B+, on this. B plus, that's it? I, that's – I'll tell you. I gave him a B plus because I feel like, like – He has been like, doing good over the past 10 games, but you should man, a B plus. That's, no, that's no, no, no. Well. I know, but I'm saying I haven't seen the consistency that I want to see from him. Um, I mean, he's not an offensive player. What do you mean by consistency? No, but I mean, like, he, he's shown you he could do it. He's no, he's a, he's a defensive defenseman. No, he gets a point here and now. That's great. I mean, like I've seen games where he slacks off a little bit on defense. I haven't I mean, seen that. I've seen that. I mean, I have seen games where a couple of these uh, a couple of these plays. I don't see energy. Maybe going after the puck sometimes. I mean, I tell you like this. He's a B plus in my book because I really feel like 
I would, I, I feel like maybe he has to be a little bit more involved than I maybe feel like it, but he's definitely, he's definitely. Uh, I think like he's the biggest effort. That's why I'm a bit of shocked that your report because like, if, if for me personally, he's one of the top like effort players in on the team. Really? Just for me personally. I mean, really? yeah, he's the one guy that always blocks the shots. He's always his effort. Like that's the one guy I think that doesn't have the problem, even though the Rangers have a terrible problem with that. That's why I'm a bit shocked right, that so you're. You, you would up him to A minus. I'd probably up him to an. I I would have done an A, but you he's done get, so bad over these a? 10, 15 games that you. Mm-hmm. I know I would have maybe put him as an A, but A minus is probably where you put him. Remember, he's a mainstay on the Fox pairing. Like those two drive this team's defense. So if that guy's playing well, he's an A. But the matter of fact is, with Fox injured, I, I just believe oh, there are so many injuries. Like with Lindgren, it doesn't make sense why he's been doing bad these past 10, 15 games. I was speaking with Drew. Maybe it, just, maybe it doesn't just, make sense. Maybe, there has to be an injury or something. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just my feeling from the past 10 games why I gave him the B plus. I could I could say that as maybe as maybe a good thing. Maybe I could really up him to A minus. And you know what? Uh, I actually I typed this up. I'm gonna switch him based on the way you just laid it out. I have him now as A minus. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> no, I, I was just shocked because no, like you're that's right, like you're saying, right. That's I like mean, I put him as a B plus because I think the feeling I've had with him with the that's past like 10 games. That's like saying Reeves doesn't already. hit. That's, that's basically what you were saying. So I was like, yeah. what? Okay. His numbers are not bad at all, actually. I, no, no, that's the thing. It's not. What, Ryan Reeves? Oh, we'll get to him in a minute. Not Ryan so, Reeves. Um, um, uh, Lindgren. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Like, it's, it's if you want to take these past 10 games out, he's been amazing. These 10 games, I, I don't know what's going on. There's clearly an injury or something. I've never seen Lindgren this in, uh, right. inconsistent. It's just there's got to be something there. Yeah. Maybe he's just like off guard. But this all-star break couldn't come at a better time. There's clearly some banged up players on the team. Um, right. Regarding Ryan Reeves, this was a little yeah. tricky because he has reshaped the locker room presence and the chemistry. But then on the ice, he's just miserable besides hitting people. Uh, the only thing he knows how to do on the ice is hit, and that's it. Once in a while, we'll have like, you know, a solid fourth line play. Remember, my philosophy is as long as your fourth line is not a negative, that means it's a positive. That's all I, I need to hear from him. So I wouldn't have Ryan Reeves on the fourth line. I'll literally pay him the rest of his salary just to have him in the locker room. But I don't want him on the ice because I don't believe he should be. But so basically, there's no grading for on the ice because I think we all know Ryan Reeves isn't, you know, the greatest hockey player of all time. Right. But I'm, the reason why I'm giving him I, I'm the grading for this is just purely on locker room is an AA plus because the, how he, you know, shaped this locker room is just unbelievable. The right. added, I was the, talking, I was talking to Steven today. You know, the Shusty releases every single day, like those little things, those pump up the locker room. It's, it's a perfect yeah. thing. Cause last year oh, yeah. we, we, oh my gosh, the locker room was a disaster. But uh, he also brought this new physicality, which is that we could. Right. We but like, like, also the thing is, is that a lot of players could have their heads up higher now because they know the minute someone hits them, you you see Reeves, like you mentioned all the time, you see Reeves just looking, and there's pictures of him just looking around and just like, okay, who am I going to murder now? So I told you that, I was at a game. Right. So if he's in once in a he, while, if there's a rivalry game, right, it makes sense to have. But like come playoff time, you know, I don't want him in the lineup that much. You want, you're not, you want your best top four pairings, uh, top four uh, forward uh, lines, and that's it. Uh, right. So the A is purely for locker room reasons, not on the ice. Cause I, I can't grade that just because right. no. yeah, he's not, he's not really, a, you know, anyways, uh, back to you. Who's your, exactly. uh, um, I'm going to go to a similar player, not in the way they play, but in someone that's really brought an energy and that's Gauthier. Um, He's brought a great energy. I mean, he's really, I haven't seen the same energy recently. Uh, the beginning of the year, he was, he had that point. Remember that was that point when he was literally going off. Uh, ridiculously going off. Um, Goche has been in my book a B minus. He's um, his numbers don't exactly show it. I think I just realized. Uh, sorry, just to interrupt you. I just realized we went from defensive back to offensive. We we missed two, so our bad. We'll go back to defense in a minute. Yeah, we'll go back. Um, so basically, you know, he's got five goals, but he has twelve assists. He's gone the puck around. He's been a great player. He gets. He has. He, Wait. So what grade do you have, Matt? I'm a B minus. And that's a bit much. I mean, like, listen, listen, it's your opinion. And I know no, no. I've been hard I was about to explain time. to you why I was about to explain to you why you brought up the exact point. I had he has one move in his here. book and that's it. No. So I'm going to tell you, I told you, you, sorry, you told me just now, Ryan Reeves, you can't judge from on the ice. I'm going to give you a grading off the ice. I 
I'm adding in the way Gauthier brings to this team. I've heard from, I've heard like uh, players been interviewed and have talked about his energy in the locker room. Uh, he's, they call him crazy. Literally. I'm serious. They call him crazy. Um, I'm giving him the B minus where I would really give him a C, but I think the energy that this guy brings is ridiculously great. We, he's one of the most energetic guys I've seen on the ice from the Rangers this year. We're just talking. I mean, about he just has guy. one move, though. I mean, listen, if that's coming your fourth line, I don't want him on the third line. Once we get a guy, like, he's a fourth liner. He's a great. He's a fourth, fourth liner. liner. It's good to have. That's it. Even he's so, energetic. I wouldn't and mind someone else. You know how much pressure he put on personally. teams with his. We know how much pressure he put on teams with his speed and with right. His, yeah, no, that's the only. That's his one. One big like. Right, you but know, you know what? This team, he's really the only guy like that. That's why I'm giving him the B minus. He's the only I guy know, like. But that. we're doing based on players individually, not as a. A no, hundred percent. But he's really energetic. I'm adding in his 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 energy into this. Okay, fine. Okay. So my next guy is Jacob Truba, which is his grading is an A and above average because he's okay. fi- he's not living up to the eight million, but he's finally living up to what we believe he would be. By the way, by the way not, to, not to interrupt, not to interrupt. We didn't discuss like futures quickly uh, for Gautier and. Um, he, and Hedl and so the reason why I didn't do those is just because Hedl's uh, futures uncertain. So I kind of skipped right, that no, one. 100%. And with Gochi, I mean, he could probably be once they they have two players that are like plugged in, he could potentially not be weighed, but he could potentially just be scratched. So like right, those right. type he of line players, up. that's why I don't ever correct. Give, correct. Um, that's a, that's a good point. All right, so go on. Go on so with your... Truba, I have him above. He's finally living up to what he was supposed to be. Not not eight million. I'm not talking about that. The contract will always be not great, but the point is, is he's become ten times more of a leader, and you know he's actually found his offensive game finally. Uh, it took him a bit, but you know he finally got there. He's obviously the quarterback in the power play until Fox returns, and he's been fantastic. I mean, you look at the Mika Zibanejad goal. I know that wasn't a lot of him, but you know the point stands that his offensive game has definitely taken a step to what it was back in Winnipeg. And, you know, his defensive game is also really good. And I know there are so, a, a few times where, you know, he makes a mistake that leads to a goal. But, again, when these 5v5 numbers are bad and you're always in the defensive zone, your defense is bound to make mistakes. Um, yeah, that's that kind of basically sells it for that's me. That guy's not yeah, really, I have no point There's that. no complicated <laughs> thing with Truba. It's just basically he's done well. He's above expectations. And I'm, sure, and I'm bit... sure Ava would uh, tell you that's it. You know? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. She, she'd have him at an A+. Plus. Um, but <laughs> a basic... plus? I mean. <laughs> oh, she would definitely have him at an A+. Plus. But the, more, the point... more than that if there was such a thing. Yeah, no. But basically, no, no, no. I mean, listen, he's playing to his expectation. Is there more to be desired? Yes, absolutely. But the point right. stands that, you know. He's definitely been above expectations this year. Right. So who, um, who's your I next on, defensive I player? move on to Barkley Goodrow. And I oh, think we still on forwards? I, I had him left there. I didn't realize it. Is that, is that the wrong part of my paper? Okay. Um, how do you call it? I have, I have Goodrow and Rooney left and Hayek. Oh, gosh. Okay, fine. Um, so, yeah, no, Goodrow? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Goodrow. Uh, I mean, he's been fantastic, especially recently. Um, I gave him a B. Um, that's fair. Been, that's fair. It's, it's, I think it's a very fair mark. That's a fair he, mark. He's, he's been great. Um, he's, he's been, you know what? He's just been a reliable guy that comes he's in. Reliable once in a while. and like, you know what? He's really done. He has 10 goals and, ex, and, 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 and what line is he on? Okay. And he has 10 goals. Well, All sometimes right? he's on the second line, but no, I, I definitely hear your point. Though, like, the, I think the thing is that people always compare him to his contract. He will never live up to his contract. That no was way, a no Rangers way. mistake. There's but it doesn't mean he's not playing I, good. Right. That, that's not a couple how of contracts. Means. I think if me and you would really sit there and go through people's contracts. Right. What do you think Truba's actually right. worth? Right. And the, and the number that really tells me that is great with him is he's a plus eight. Um, I mean, uh, plus or minus. If you no, said no, that no, to no, Stat no. Boy Steven, he'd come over in a fight and murder you. No, but only with him do I look at it because sometimes he's not on the great lines. I, that's fair to say, but with plus and minus, man, I just ignore the stat 100% because, like, I don't even know what Fox is at. Because you anyway. believe in this idea of you also have to watch him on dice. That's what you believe. What? Um, and you're right. You're really right about that. I'm just saying that what? we both agree that Goodrow also. No, because I'm saying is what happens. What happens if freaking Patrick Nemeth turns it over and then they score while Goodrow's in the neutral zone? That's not Goodrow's right, fault. Right, that's, that's Nemeth true. being an that's idiot. True. Right, exactly. Um, and, and, this player I have next to it, I wanted to ask you, do you feel Goodrow gets more ice time or do you feel Goodrow? 
I believe you should be on your third line come playoff comes, time. They're solid. Low. I think no. I think you should be on come playoff time. He should be on the third line, and I think he'll be integral part of that third line. When the yeah. top two teams, the top two lines go against the other teams, top two lines, the third lines are going to make a difference as in every playoff series. And Gujar is right. going to be that guy. What we paid him to do. It's not worth six three point six million. But the point stands is he is doing his job. It's not worth 3.6, but you can't complain him for not living up to it because he was never going to. Right. He should be on the third line. I, I don't know as a center, maybe the, the right wing, perhaps. Maybe if you have him on the right wing, okay. you, you get a third line center, and then you have I'm saying it's much easier to Morgan Barron on the left yeah. wing. Or maybe you switch Morgan Barron and Goudreau. I'm saying is there's a lot of possibilities. Right. It's just a matter of fact is he belongs on the third line. I, I, I've seen a few times where he belongs on the fourth. Saw, you saw him on the fourth. He should be on the third. You're not paying a guy $3.6 to be on the fourth line. Right. Uh, and it's not like he's doing terrible. He's being reliant. I mean, for Seattle, he was, he was pretty good. Um, yeah. He had a, yeah. He, I wouldn't listen. He's not, even though he has what, nine, 10 goals, he wasn't paid to play, score goals. Now I know once in a time, while he comes actually clutch, which is, which is a bonus, but it's not expected of him. Um, uh, on to the I next, think, I think you're, yeah. uh, I think your next one uh, is the hero from today. Who? Am I right or wrong? Um, oh yeah. So Keandre Miller, um, I, How about that shot today worst. before we start? So this is the worst day to grade him because I know, so pumped <laughs> this day, but I'm going to say it's B minus below expectations. Because oh, you are, you're right on. You're right. Because on. his defensive liabilities are really, really bad. And I know we've expressed that all defensive liability, not all of them, but a lot of them are not their fault because they just only spend the time defense zone because their five B five can't click. However, it's been really bad with Miller. While his offensive game's taken, in a, uh, taken another step this year, his defensive right. game is just – it's its terrible. It's not good. Right. And he has to – a lot of people who I've talked to have expressed the fact that they aren't teaching him to use his body. He's only using his stick checking, which he's great at, as you saw when he broke, up, broke out in that breakaway. But right. if he uses his physicality, he, the guy's got to be unstoppable. And he hasn't used that once. Can you name one time he had a really good hit or, you know, he was very right. physical in a dirty area? No. But that's something you could teach. That's something you could teach. That is something you could teach. So that's why I'm still having hope for him that maybe, you know, and, they start and you, and you probably expect him to maybe get that more. You're right now with the way that I'm expecting, players, you know, I'm expecting bearing any trade because I don't, I don't listen. There's a lot of things with Chick Run and obviously the Rangers apparently are now, uh, now uh, out of the race as of now. So I'm just assuming Miller's still, you know, a key piece of this team as of now. I, I, you gotta have Miller play more physical. If he plays more physical, this guy's gotta be a stud. He has the speed. He has the shot. He, he, he has the stick checking. That's the thing. If he, the fact that he's just relying on stick checking right now and he's okay, just shows how good he could be. He's huge. Any guy he I, touches is gonna fall to the ice. He reminds me. I about, mix him up sometimes with Reeves. If I take a quick glance. No, re- yeah. But that, no, for uh, like a quick glance, I like. I, like, I don't know. I hear that. But basically, no, for a second, not really. Do you, do you ever see a guy that big skate that no. fast? Imagine you know if he played physical. He'd be a stud. He, he would, if he would really be like you're saying that use that physicalness, a physical body. Oh, and, he'd be amazing. And that that true about Miller. I think him and be, Fox would be a great pair. That would be a fast. So pair. there are people like Drew said there. Are, he said that maybe try Miller, Fox and Lindgren Truba. Right. He, right. When he came on a couple of weeks Correct. ago, he's like, listen, if it doesn't work, then just switch it. I'm agreeing with him. Like, listen, I wouldn't, I don't think that'll work personally, but there's nothing wrong with doing it for a couple of games, you know, Correct. just to try it out. doesn't work. You could always switch back. We could afford a few, uh, you know, we're, we're enough in the wins column to, you know, uh, take a loss. Right. But like right now, your goal isn't only just to win games. Your goal is to try to develop your team and say, okay, this is the next, next half of the season. And now we're starting to mold our team to, you know, how we could win in the playoffs. And one of those one of those is is sometimes you know changing it up a little bit, even if it's going getting hot, because it's a long term that you're all trying to figure out, not the short term. With yeah, so with Miller, it's just listen. He th- there's a guy that's going to be coming on in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to say his name just in case it doesn't work out. Um, but basically, again, he's a Miller fan, 100, and I have to agree with him. Miller has all this, all the all the skill, all the tools to put it to work to get to work and become a stud. But you know. Obviously, right. there are a lot of players like that that don't put it together, and he has to be one of them that does. Um, on to the next one. Who do you got? Yeah, I got Rooney. Um, okay, so people are gonna uh, recently when we've talked with between us, we've like really gone to like say how Rooney is solid. 
I, I think yeah, listen for a fourth line guy, you know. I mean, I still have him. I still have him as a B minus. As oh, I, I, I think mean, that's very generous. I mean, although I hear your point that you're not just someone that's expecting to win. Like, right. I mean, you're grading each player individually, not as a team. Correct. So that is kind of fair because Rudy's right. expectation isn't to score a bunch of goals. His expectation is basically he's what he's doing. My expectations, but right? No, that, that's definitely fair. Like, and I B minus for him. I expect him to actually get to actually do more in the second half. I mean, I, I guess, but like, listen, even if he's just doing this, I'm totally fine with it. Again, for fourth line guys, as long as they're not a negative, that's a positive. Um, right. We're going to, we're going to start speeding along here. Um, I don't know if you could speed through this one. I, I think I should like maybe, you know, tape up my glass. Oh, so we're up to Patrick uh, Nemeth. Who? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the traffic cone himself that doesn't know how to defend. I'm putting um, myself on mute. He, it's just so bad, man. To, the fact that it's two point five million for the next this year and the next two years, that that hurts. And we're gonna have to probably pay a second to someone to take his contract. Probably Arizona. It's just listen. He doesn't belong in this team. He probably doesn't even belong in Hartford. The guy just sucks. It it's just terrible. It, everyone believes that Nils Funkless, you know, wasn't that great. But if you look at his analytics when he was away with Nemeth, he was just a different player. And Nemeth Lundqvist wasn't even playing that bad. It was just that Nemeth just sucks so much. Nemeth doesn't know want to do anything. When Brandon Schneider went behind the net, uh, the rule is, is when the first defender goes behind the net to, uh, you know, go after the, that player that's going around the net, the other def- defenseman is supposed to go in the front. Nemeth didn't do that. He followed Schneider and then left the guy right open in the middle. That is just a rookie move. I think Steve Valaket mentioned this in that MSG. That was just a rookie move by Nemeth. And a guy like Nemeth should not be making those mistakes. The term is abysmal. The player is abysmal. That's just it. Every time I see him in the eyes, I want to throw something. I want to punch a window. That's basically to sum it up because he just, him just being on the ice just is a fat negative. Um, I'd rather, it was just straight up. I'd rather have he's Jeff not just, Johnson. And that's he's not just he ruining, and he's not just ruining himself. And when you see no, that. No, he's ruining a lot just, of other players. That's right. When you see someone's ruining a lot of other people, you get, you start to. And he's at a 2.5 cap. The point is, is that right. he, he's abysmal. All right, so let's go on to the next one. Well, it brings me to my guy where basically when I wrote this down, I wrote the name, the grade, under, over. I, I, you notice I didn't even give Nemeth a grade because it, he's not even worthy so, of an F minus. Well, I wrote an F minus. Um, I just wrote bedrock. That's how low he went. So I have Lieber Hayek, and I wrote Hayek this. The- I'm just going to read you what I wrote. I wrote F minus, six feet under, dump. That's basically it. And I think we've yeah. summarized on this podcast as long as it's just a bunch of times when we've talked to yeah, others. I think we stopped that, there. <laughs> that basically, way, he has dirt way, on jury. That's basically today, it. He has dirt on jury. hooking on Hayek. I pretty much was laughing. Are you kidding Hayek me? Hayek is garbage, man. Hayek is garbage. Oh my Listen, God. he has so much dirt on jury. That's probably why he's still right. up here. There, there's just no other logical explanation. Like we mentioned to Ice Cold Takes uh, podcast when we were on there last week. You got to actually check that out because that was such a fun episode. Oh yeah, he has to have he has to have dirt on jury. There, it's just no other go, other logical explanation, right? And I believe that wraps it up. I mean, the coaching, uh, but we'll discuss. Oh, that no, for time, players, yeah. So for goalies, now I think we could all agree. Igor, Igor Shosturkin, an A plus. It's an A plus. If there's another grade, but more than an A plus, we'd give it to him. He should absolutely win the Vesna. It's called. It's called. It's called a trophy. What I say? That no. And you oh, said if there was any yeah, no. above so he, I, I think it's a criminal thing that he didn't be in the All-Star game. The only reason why he didn't, because every team has to have a participation. It's not, as Nathan McKinnon said, this ain't a participation game. It's an All-Star game. That's just a joke, man. That really is. It's All-Stars, not participation. And he's right. Um, with this, Igor Shosturkin, you got to give him the Vesna. There's no question about it. 100%. I, I know this is only half the way through the season, but if he plays like this, and I don't expect him not to play like this, he, he should absolutely win the Vesna. Um, I I think though I know you agree with that a hundred percent. No, I literally I literally every word. So it's, there's right, no, no reason why not. And I think your give in my books, you know, the, I think you have to give him two grades when he's starting every day and when he's not starting. Every what day. your give? Yeah. So even now when he doesn't start, he's still doing okay. That's why I give back, him a B minus. Right. So he's starting even when he doesn't play consistently. Starting to play okay. But obviously, I don't believe he's a long-term backup goalie. I just believe he was molded into being a 1B rather than a backup. 1B is basically he plays a little bit more games than a backup. But with Shesterkin, maybe it makes sense because Shesterkin is always injury-prone. But, you know, I'd rather get a different guy. 
Because I don't know just to me. I just feel like Georgiev is not the greatest. I mean, I know there are a lot of comments at the end of games when Georgiev congratulates Shostak and it's not the greatest, you know, confrontation. Um, But, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if he's not here next year. On to Gallant and the system and all the assistants. I got to say, while I don't like their dump and zone chase, I believe this could be a better transition team. You got to say, man, they've transformed this team into a winning attitude team. I know a lot, where a lot of us are complaining about a lot of stuff with the lineups. You're right. Not every goalie's, you know, perfect. A lot of them, there's, you can't name one goalie that doesn't have something you disagree with. There's no, there's no such thing as a coach that you always agree with. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. But with Gallant, you know, there's a lot of positives. But again, there's a lot of negatives because then, if you remember, Loft's on the third line. You want him to play top six minutes. And then there's guys like he trusts in Nemeth more than freaking Zach Jones. So right. there, there's a lot to be desired from him. But I believe ever since we left from Quinn, you know, we can't ask a lot more. Um, yeah. So I don't know. You agree with that? A hundred percent. And I, and I would love to see that if we're not keeping him, we get value back because he is a value right. to other teams. Like, yeah, I can't say like, it's look, possibly, I, like possibly Edmonton. Well, you know what? I'll tell you something. I think he's more value than people realize, but maybe the value that we get back, you have to understand. I don't think the reason why I don't think even if he is valuable, I don't think we'll get much value left because there are a lot of backup goalies on the market. So well, that's not why someone, if, not someone, the, not someone who's done a job like he's done. I mean, he's facing. I don't one know, man. There's a few backup goalies I'd rather more than him. I, I just think. Right. Again, that's, not, just, that's another yeah. story for another day. Right. Another story yeah. for another time. So we're done with the grading. Rangers. Oh, well, let's do Rangers overall. I obviously I'd give them an A. The reason why I'm not giving them an A plus is because there's an extreme amount to be desired. This team coming into the season was expected the success would just be the bake in the playoffs. Now we're talking about maybe not. I don't want to say winning a Stanley Cup, obviously, but you know, doing damage in the playoffs. I think is a fair thing to ask. Agreed. That would be called a successful season. Is doing a bit of damage in the playoffs, and that's basically it. We'll end off here, um, and I. Obviously, you know, as we're, as we said in the intro, you know, how Hank, you know, he's meant a lot to this team. Uh, I, I mean, personally, I don't think we'll ever see, you know, a player like him. I know we have Shesterkin because we're so, uh, you know, spoiled, but you know, every time we, there, there's nothing to be said about Lunkers just define, uh, just besides uh, just legendary. Um, Absolutely. You know, you one know, of the reasons why I became a goalie besides having all two other brothers, but just being st- after that, staying a goalie was because of Hank. Because, like, I kept on, you know, trying to be like that. And, you know, obviously, yeah, no. Listen, man, there there probably won't be any other player like him ever to come to New York. If there will be, it's not going to be for a long time. Oh, yeah. um, I think we're going to end it off here. Guys, um, Draghi? Just, I, think, I think we have uh, something special that just uh, occurred. Um, we hit 1,000 followers. Oh, right, right, right. So, as we address in the intro, yeah, guys, thanks. For the 1,000 followers, it means the world to us. Um, I kind of nuts that we're saying this after two months of recording podcast episodes. It's just nuts. Guys, we'll see you guys later, and thanks for the support. Awesome.